So let's see what we can talk about. Oh, you didn't know? You don't know? You don't have anything? No, I was just wanting to have a conversation. I didn't have anything in mind. Just wanted to talk to you. It's been a while since we talked in this format. I did have something that I wanted to talk about. I was talking more about like kids and teens and what they're struggling with and fucking, but I don't know how to go about that. <sighs> That's easy. Just go ahead. Then you go start. in. Oh, damn. I was trying to have you go. You suck. You were supposed to like start a podcast today. It's hard because I want to have a conversation that we haven't had before. I know. Me too. Like we talked about That's space why we have to and we have to start religion doing ones. and all these other type of things. Oh, pff, I got an easy one. This is, well, we'll start off like this and then we'll see where it takes us. But what is your earliest, fondest memory of Thanksgiving? Hmm. Every sometime, for some reason, whenever I look back and I think of Thanksgiving, I always have the, the scene of, of friends in my mind. For some reason, like I just that yeah. that that scene that they're eating, um, that is it, it's Brad Pitt, is it? Yeah, it's Brad Pitt that it he's there, that. and then they're eating the like five layer dip. Oh yeah. And Joey's loving it. Everybody else Everybody's is like, because like, yeah. that's what Rachel made. Yeah. Uh, so I remember that episode, that, and then I remember the episode that I think they were playing football. That Ross was playing football against uh, mm-hmm. against Monica or something like that. Yeah. They got really competitive, and he got hurt. So every time I think back to Thanksgiving, I always think back to those. Like that's just like that's the first thing that comes to mind. That's and your then, fondest memory. <laughs> and then it's like the the actual what I actual like did during Thanksgiving, like being with the family, like certain times. But just initially, every time I think of Thanksgiving, that's the first two scenes that come to my mind. Like that's what I think of Thanksgiving. But that's not your memory. No, that's not my memory. I know, but what but you I'm, just, I'm just trying to say, like, I think of that before I think of the actual memory for some reason. I just think of the same exact shit every time. Because <laughs> that's what we did. The same thing every time. The same setup, the same, the whole thing. We would wake up and I would be in charge of the mashed potatoes and mac and cheese. And my dad would be starting the turkey from uh, really early. Did Checking it every once in a while. Did y'all ever uh, watch the parade? Oh yeah, Macy's. The Macy's parade. Yeah. Have you guys did? Did you guys ever go to one when you guys lived in uh, Jersey? I think. Yeah, I did all of that local touristic uh, shit. I can't remember if we did the Macy's Day parade. It's really hard to get into the city for that. Like unless you're already there. Like most of the people that do anything that is like New York already are in the city. Oh, our or a tourist. <clears throat> like yeah, Times no Square, actual because no actual New Yorker is gonna want to be in that. All up in that Times Square, uh, New Year's Eve. That's all tourists, and to stand there for that long, in that cold, in that cold, like maybe because you know, like Times Square when you're actually on that street, it doesn't feel super cold, like you know. But then once you hit um a street and it's like dark again it's like now you feel the cold so maybe with all those lights and with a bunch of people on top of one another it's not as cold but honestly it's still even then it's like 30 degrees every time i've been to Times square it's been freezing as hell yeah i know but what i'm saying is Times square compared to just any other street that's darker like no one not as many lights lights warm you up yes that's what i've been trying to say 
plus everybody all up you know all together but they have to be there for a while to to be able to get spots and mm -mm. aren't they there from like the the night before no they don't camp out there like from the night before i don't remember people camping out people camp out no i don't think so mm. who camp out in new york you can't come out in New York. Bro, there's a whole bunch of homeless people always homeless, camping out. Exactly, but people actually like staying out there on the streets unless there's something that's already like organized ahead so of time. So if, if not that, then they, they're probably there at the crack of dawn. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it's just like... I mean, now it won't be as bad because now you can smoke in New York, but imagine back before like that <laughs> shit was a thing. Like You just have to be stuck in that cold and just miserable. Yeah, no. And I, you're I drinking said, alcohol, but then what happens when you drink alcohol? You got to use the bathroom. You got to break the seal. I always said that I wanted to do that. Do the New York? Yeah. When I was younger. I was like, oh my God. And then one Christmas. COVID. Or, I mean, not Christmas. No, New Year's Eve. I'm kidding. What did you say, Kobe? I said COVID. Oh. I was like, you've always wanted to do that and then COVID. Don't say that word. That's the word that shouldn't be spoken. I mean, I don't know how old it works. They We're not it. on Joe Rogan's level. Yeah, we ain't even yet. They're not like, ah, screaming that shit. Who cares what they say? Yeah. But one New Year's Eve. What are they Eve. afraid of? The rise <clears throat> of the comimiedas? Yeah, for real. Yeah, Thanksgiving, I don't really... I look back and I just think of everyone getting together, eating, then feeling so full, and then that's it. Like, all that getting dressed up for and nothing. Did y'all ever do Black Friday? Once, maybe. And I got, like, Twilight books. And that's it. Nerd. At Target. But I don't remember going any other time. But my favorite, one of my favorite memories, like the last one that I can think of is New Year's Eve. Bro, we're the talking about Thanksgiving. What were we talking well, about? We were New just Year's? talking about New Year's Eve and now I thought about it. So I wanted to oh, mention it. okay. That going back to the Times Square thing. Okay. I was like, oh, I've always wanted to do it. I always wanted to do it. And then one New Year's Eve, it was the same year that my grandpa had passed. So like just a couple weeks after he had passed, we went to New York instead of spending it at home so we wouldn't like feel sad you know because he'd usually be there if we did the same usual thing you know so we just like went to new jersey and then people i, I always see new jersey in new york because it's like wherever whenever i go to new jersey it's right in front of manhattan whatever you know where i lived in was west new york so i was at you know my Ava's apartment my grandmother's apartment and then before it hit 12 o'clock we all left and we walked all the way down to that little park the, where the benches are at? The street to where the benches are at. Did I go with you? Yeah, I think for so. Day? And we just did it for like, we just, oh yeah, we sat there for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So right there on the left of that covering. So all the way, you know, you could see Manhattan. And we went for, you know, right before midnight and we saw Times Square, obviously from the back part, but we saw it and we saw like kind of like the ball, the lights of the ball and we saw it drop and did they do fireworks? I think so. I don't remember, but it was like so nice. And I was like, wow. Things and there was seem nobody there like where you guys were at seeing that either. Um, There was a couple, not that many, but not that many people because people had the buildings and they were seeing from true, their balconies. True, true, true. But because because Ava's apartment was inside. But yeah, yeah. But I remember just watching that because you're so close. You're super close. You know, it's not you're not that far. You're across the river. Across the river. And you're and you're just thinking, I'm like, wow, the city looks so beautiful from the outside. <laughs> well, that's what you're, we said whenever we yeah. went last time. Yeah. 
Like we were watching it and we were walking alongside the other side of the river, like looking in. It was just like, damn, like the city looks beautiful. But then once you're in it, bro, that shit is. Like most things. <laughs> but how about your Thanksgiving memory? The earliest Thanksgiving memory would be. Well, this isn't the earliest, but I'll probably say this is the best one. Is the Thanksgiving that we had? Everybody was together. Our first like Thanksgiving that we've had. Oh yeah. As a. I was thinking like before you. As a married couple. But yeah, that one for sure. That one was so fun. Yeah. We had the backdrop, the photo backdrop, for the first time we did it. I think. Yeah. And it was nice. It was really nice. Wasn't that no? Because the last one that we were at was we weren't married yet. Because the last one. Was no, we weren't our, married our honeymoon. We had this would be the first one after getting married. After getting married. Damn. Yeah. Because the last together. one we it was our honeymoon. We went for Thanksgiving break. And then Damn bro, that was a year ago. That's but crazy. I, I noticed sometimes like well lately I've been thinking, God, these holidays is the same thing. You just spend so much time cooking and then eating and then some drinking and feeling full. And then you look at all that food that's left and it's just like, oh, God, what a waste. And what did we do the first Thanksgiving that we started dating? We were by ourselves. That's the last one I remember. That's like not that I remember, but before you. Were we like That's texting each other and to. stuff throughout the night yeah, and we taking pictures and yeah, doing all that stuff? Exactly. Yeah. You were showing me all your family members playing dominoes and yelling at each other and getting competitive. And yeah. Oh, is, is that when I um you sent like, you a, a video of Maximo? Yeah, like I was talking about Maximo. Well, you just sent it. Like you just showed it yourself. But yeah. And I was like talking Spanish or whatever. Yeah. 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 You were talking Spanish. Damn. I think that was the last time I saw my uncle. Yeah. Before he passed. Yeah, it was. Damn. That's crazy. Well, um, <laughs> no, but damn, that's, that was only three Thanksgivings ago. Yep. And then the second one, we had all our family together and that was really fun. And then the last one. We actually danced. Yeah. I love that. I love dancing in anything. Like, you see me at every holiday trying Brandon's to get people. I was getting birthday confused with the last one. <clears throat> hmm. That was Brandon's birthday. wasn't last Thanksgiving. And then we went. And then we went Brandon's to birthday's in the summer. I know. I, I got that whenever we had the backdrop and we were all together and all that. I got that time confused with oh, Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Because we, that, that's what I mean. It was like the same setup in holidays a way. Holidays at just home. Like, yeah. But I feel like holidays, I mean, that's a nice thing. The fact that you know what's going to happen. It's like you get to have that experience that's comforting. And But what I would change about the holidays is the amount of food that we feel like we have to cook and eat. I think it is American as hell. Like, I think one main dish, couple side dishes, no potluck or anything. Because potluck is like, okay, every, a way for everyone to contribute. But just having a host cook. Everyone else brings either appetizers or maybe just drinks, and that's it. And like a dessert or a wine bottle. Make it minimal. So that's the one thing that you would change? About holidays? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it would definitely change the whole marketing around it, yeah, for sure. I would would just change the idea that, and this is going to be like a twist of words, 
But I would change the idea that you'd have to have those type of get-togethers during holidays. Oh, yeah. Like, why does it have to be holidays that the whole family gets together and it's quote-unquote festive? Like That should be like a once-a-month kind of thing. Yeah. It's especially for, for us that we're big and heavy on family, like wanting to be with family and have a family of our own and et cetera, et cetera. Like, that should be... Once a month, we make that a mission to just drop everything and let's just have no phones, no music, no distractions. Let's just be in the family together and just enjoy each other's company. You don't think we've done that in a way? We have, but not monthly. I think we've only done it during special like occasions. So like, for example, Brandon's birthday was the last time. I don't think it should be like the holidays every time. Getting together, sure. No, but I'm saying like that kind of like not have the same amount of people. Festive. Not have the same amount of people. But when I say f- like family, like I understand that I have family in, in New York and all that stuff. But when I say family, it's like us with our parents, your parents, like together in one time. Yeah. Like when was the last time that we had that? The three of us. Like well, not the three, but you know, like our actual like immediate family. When was the last time that we had everybody together? Um, isn't it when we went over? Brandon's birthday. Oh, Brandon's birthday, yeah. Exactly. And then the time before that was when? But I think that's because we all, if we would have, if we would have well, we been. we went in March for Gmail's wedding. But if we would have been there, I think, yeah, that was fun. But if we would have been there, probably we would do this more often. It wouldn't just be for the holidays. Because the thing about the holidays is that, like, you don't want to, you know that how much money and time and effort and work you're going to put into the holidays. So you're like, well, why am I going to do that every month if I got to do it at the end of the month? And I got to, you know, so it's like just literally just being minimal all around. I guess. I mean, Doing it together. That's why that, I'm saying that's why people don't. But it, things can be festive and things can be intentional. Let's go like, like game night, giving it. And, I, uh, and there's families that do that. They just get together every Sunday or that's what I want. Like have like a family game night. Family game night or just around the fire. Let's regroup. I don't know. Like a break from reality and of sorts. Yeah. Because then the holidays is just so much pressure. That's what I said. Like how dope would it be that whenever we have kids, God willing, that we would like have them play Uno with us. And, like, that becomes its own little mm-hmm. tournament and, like, little bueno. inner competition between us. Or we sit down and have, you do podcasts with them or you do mm-hmm. your YouTube videos with them. And you grow with them. And as you're figuring it out, they're also, like, figuring it out from a different level. I think that's been lost. Not the whole, like... We try so much to, like, have... Like, society's raising our kids now Mm -hmm. more, I feel like, than actual parents are raising their kids. And as a result, that makes us run by kids. Mm -hmm. We forget that it's the other way around. Like, they look up to us for guidance. They look up for us for strength. They they, They look us up. They look up to us for a lot of things. They look us and up too. They can see it all we do. Yeah. <laughs> but for the longest time, though, like they've, well, adults or just, uh, you know, that, that generation has been held powerless. 
So now we're at the age that it's more, um, what's that word I'm trying to look for? We are, um, I can't think of the word, but it's like kind of like, like we're abused in a way. And then our kids are seeing that as well. And then that, that's why they're becoming the way that they're becoming. And it's, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. I mean, we're trying to, I think what, what's happening right now is that we're trying to let the next generation take over with their narratives and the previous generation, which is supposed to still have some impact and influence. It should be until they die. Like whatever the past generation learned or went through or experienced has value for the future. Just like what we think we're doing right now is valuable for the future because what we're learning is going to be, we can, we can change what's going to happen. Maybe, you know, we can influence what's going to happen next, but I think it's happening the other way around where this, these generations that are coming up now are trying to just delete or just completely erase whatever the past generation was doing. Or maybe just highlighting the bad or, or the extreme stuff from it. That That's, I think, wh- wh- why we feel like kids are running this bitch. But do you think it's more so because of of them and quote-unquote how defiant their generation is? Or do you think it's more on the older generation for not being strong or being too lenient in a way, not in terms of like discipline or whatever, but like, I don't know, because it wasn't a kid who decided that everybody should get participation trophies, right? Like there was an adult who decided that. Yeah. That was like, you know what, like, I and I don't know where it stems from, but maybe it's like you know, like life is too hard. Sometimes like they deserve some positive reinforcements along the way. You know, like life's tough and life's hard and this and that, and they're changing, and like they're wanting like the younger generation to have that. Mm. So it was like that one. So like I don't know how that's so like whose fault would it be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like is the it- adults for like being like, oh, our kids should have participation trophies. And like giving it to them or for the kids accepting it and becoming like defiant or snotty or snotty in a way. It's not. I think that that's just a small percentage because, for example, our parents generation is like about working hard. If you work hard, you can make it. It stayed at that. Right. And we obviously have learned that it's not that simple because there's things in the middle. There's things in the fine print. There's things in the gr- there's gray areas that like make it hard for real, no matter how hard you work. So that's just an example, because I feel like that's, you know, maybe we only know two extremes because all we know is work, 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 and things will happen. But this next generation is talking about. I don't want to work. Like, why do I have to spend my life working? And why do I have to work for somebody else? Why do I have to, like, work for something that I don't care about? Or things should be about, like, if you do what you love, like, that's it. Like, why is it that I got to go through this? I mean, I don't know. Whatever. And in a way, they're right. That's what I'm trying to say. Both are right, though, because it is true. You do have to work hard. But hard work doesn't pay off. But hard work does. It's not that it's not. It doesn't end there. Like... 
hard work does it's not, not pay fulfilling. off. It's just that that's the, that's the conversation that's missing from the past generation, from our parents' generation, is that the fulfillment. This new generation is talking about f- being feeling fulfilled. Like, how do you actually feel about it? Not just do, 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 but how do you feel? But what I'm trying Doing to... Doing it. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that both, if if there's like a lot of blanks that are missing there because sometimes it's not good to overthink what you're doing like you do have to have some mental strength to be able to say you know i have to sometimes do what i don't want to do because that's life it's like accepting the reality that's the adult in us right and sometimes accepting that reality gets you through because that's why we have so much mental health issues now because people are accepting that reality, but they don't know how to get through. They just stay there. When they're faced with their adversity, they get stuck. Yeah. So it's like there's been a missing link that we haven't been talking about. But that's what I'm trying to say is right there is like we got like we were taught in a, in a, in a way maybe I, I don't. We got shown, we got taught, but somehow we knew that we had to get through adversity. Yeah. Like, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if you're I told. If I, told I don't know just, if I was shown. You just knew. If, or you knew. That's important. How is that? Like, so then why is that like that uh, disconnection from the generation now that it's stuck in that? I think because of social media, they're seeing how people are exhausted. They're seeing that there's another way to make money. And so they have more to compare to, which is kind of scary because a lot of what they're seeing isn't that easily accessible but it's because it is virtually and you can see it and entertainment wise it is accessible and you know now you have people that are that were nothing or or were just an average person that ended up making millions on on social media i think they have that to compare it to so it's like okay yeah you don't have to work that hard what like what what what, what were my what were my parents talking about or what is my grandparent talking about when i can do this easily and i've seen that conversation happen multiple times like the fact that these kids see that there is a way to make money that doesn't require hard labor or working you know with uh, or in the constructs of like corporate america right it makes them harder i mean sorry it makes it harder to get through they don't realize, though, that people did start somewhere or, you know, you it's not the reality for everyone. There's reasons or, or things that maybe that person had to do to get there so quick or they had to pump out how many videos for 10 years to be able to make that much money or, you know, like. So do you this think that people gratific- give up easier? I think that they just believe now that instant gratification is just easily accessible. And they rather chase that than longevity in a career. Or keep trying at it. And they don't care how many times they're going to fail. And, or, you know, you, they just are just going to keep trying because it's, it's there. It's like easy. Like, okay, I, I see it. Like I can, the so social, me- social media feels. So it's more from greed than, than a passion? I think some people do it. Because they both by can the p- be seen the same thing, greed and passion. Yeah. Because I have both, I think. Yeah. I think they, some people have a passion for it. Usually those are the people that take a little bit longer to get there or see some success. And then some people just are greedy and they don't care about what they have to do. So they don't overthink 
those things, those steps. And so they just do it because um, they don't care about anybody else. They don't care about who, 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 what anyone thinks of them or they're not going through these usual like normal emotional roller coasters that someone is going to go through by putting themselves on social media like I have gone through. Some people are just like robotic and be, are able to just like, let me just do what I got to do. Oh, I got to make these like 10 TikToks a day. But let's do it. You know, it's just some people are wired that way. And I think these kids are realizing that they have to be wired that way to make it. And that's what's scary. But it's also good. Maybe that turns into what hard work is now. That's what could be equivalent to what hard work was back then. But what I'm saying is that there's a missing conversation because it's like one or extreme or the other. And, you know, you, you would hear all the time, you have to work hard to get what you want and you have to maybe do something that you don't want to do to get there. Like, I don't hear that anymore. I'm not like I'm not hearing that type of motivational talk anymore towards this new generation. Because it's like, what are you going to tell a kid that really, truly believes that he can easily just make it if he keeps playing video games and recording it and putting it on YouTube? You know, like, what are you going to tell them like that now that. I didn't even think about it that way. Yeah. Like, how do you... Would keeping them away be an option? What do you mean? Like, we were having that, that, that conversation the other day that it was like, you, at, a, like a, at a certain point, like in the world that we live at today, if you're raising someone or bringing in someone in, in, into this world, you have one or two options. One is to provide a life and a routine that in a way with how everything is constructed with that, they don't have a need or an urge to be on social media, to be on TV, to, to do all that stuff. You're giving them an opportunity to see their worth and like, Exactly. How how much their own hands can do and how like powerful and strong they could be. Figure out themselves, not not get lost. Yep. Not lose themselves, right? So you have that one option. Create a life, a routine that makes that possible. So, you know, going hiking, playing with toys, doing all all that Helping other stuff. Helping around the house, helping in the kitchen. Exactly. Whatever. And maybe through that they'll figure out who they are. Hiking Other and than handing them a tablet and playing instead of handing them a tablet, or just putting them in front of the TV, actually paying attention to them, like having them a part of your life instead of like them just there, you know, like them coming in. I know that they've, they've just been a part of it. They're a part of it where we're going to use them as it, you know? Yeah. That's option one. And then option two is know that that's the world that you're living in. Accept it. And learn it because you're going to have to think that like 10 steps ahead kind of mentality. Let your kid just evolve with the times or like you evolve with the times and then teach that to your kid. Allow that. Allow your kid to be raised through the whatever the trend is, you know, whatever this society is trending towards. Is that what you're saying as a second one? No, as, as a second one, it's more of like letting society raise your kid. Yeah. That's what I mean. Right? So it's like that, but then I see it all the understanding time. like how, what society, yeah, so kind of what you're saying. It's like also understanding how society is and is trending. So getting always and staying always 10 steps ahead to know what road or like what path they're taking and stop it whenever it gets to a certain point in time. 
and just basically like putting roadblocks in certain areas because like you already know because that's there's no other way you can't half ass being on social media with the way that society in the world is you can't like you know oh i'm gonna punish you from being on social media and you're actually like they're actually off of social media because there's different ways to get to different things. You got to take away a phone. You got to take away the tablet. You got to take away the fire stick. You got to take away the TV. You got to take away, like, now, like, there's even, like, um, like fridges that are, is, like, smart technology. You got the laptop. Like, there's a whole, there's so much, so much to just the, the touch, right? So it's either all in or all out. There's no in between. So that's why I was like, there's only one or two options in the world that you live at now. And I I don't know obviously like I don't think it has to be that black and white. I th- I think it does with the way that we're trending, the way that we're going, the way that society how fast is. is going. You think that if you go one way, you'll fall back on the other, or actually, if you go like the old school way, you'll you'll be behind with the kid. I don't think so. I'm asking. No. I thought that's what you're saying. No, I'm saying. No, that I get what you're saying, but I'm saying right now what you just last said that. You can't do both because one is going to, like, you can't do both. Oh, yeah, you, you can't do both. One is just, it's going to take off in terms of, like, being in that realm, in that world of social media and all that stuff. And then be all out. It's like in or out of the matrix. Well, I mean. You're not going to learn, like, it. it's, you're going to, like, I don't understand. Because you're going to learn equally the same amount. You're going to learn. But it's like, what are you learning it on? Are you learning it about the outside world? Or are you learning it about the world within you? I think that's the difference. What's more important, the outside world or the world that, that you hold within yourself and that you hold within a household and you hold within a family? What knowledge is it's, you know, more, more valuable to yourself? And, and that's the decision is that you're either in out of the matrix or you're in the matrix. Well, I don't know if this is what you're exactly relating it to but this is how i'm receiving it if either you teach your kid the basic skills to have a routine and discipline and through that teach them basic skills whether that's building whether that's cooking whether that's cleaning and 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 whatever then they start to gravitate towards you teach them those same valuable life lessons in that and you don't push or force the new world on them so quickly um at least that's how i see it because let's say yes there's gonna be a very cool fridge and you know it's gonna be able to do abc for you whatever what if that kid has the potential to be a engineer or um I mean, I guess an engineer, someone who who would create a product like that would be a computer engineer or whatever. They have the ability. What if they do have that in them to be that? They would be 10 times more successful if they understood how the most basic refrigerator worked first. The most basic functions of a refrigerator. Before maybe being able to create a new model. When you're teaching, and this is the beautiful thing about parenting and just teaching, you're modeling things for a kid. You're setting a foundation. 
Some people think that if I teach my kid this, this is what they're going to do forever. No. Sometimes just teaching them skills, that's a way for them to then apply that and replicate that in whatever then is next for them or whatever is it that they want to do, whatever the world brings. Like, Is this the Montessori in you? Maybe, but it's true. Like in Montessori, let's just bring that up. In Montessori they're not having the kids choose what they want to be or they don't have, they're not they're not really making anything specific for any kid's possible interest right there's no like imaginary stuff happening in there there's no kitchen there's no they're just teaching basic skills whether that's pouring that and this is like little little kids pouring cutting um screwing a nail um grinding coffee they're they're learning how things function and work in its most original basic form and that allows for then that kid to be like okay i know how this works how can it work better that allows for these kids to be future entrepreneurs, to be able to see the missing piece, whether it's in an industry or a product. Like, to know what you can do with your hands, the capacity that, you know, your mind can go, and letting that, that, that the kid explore on its own what's wrong with this certain product, you know, like figuring out all the ins and outs of something and, that's well, that's why I wanted to to like all like get our ranch and yeah. learn how to plant, learn how to The new world's going to be there regardless. But if they have a foundation of like knowing how things actually work and what they're capable of and how having control over something, fixing it, you know, making it work or 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 taking care of it with your own bare hands, that's already I guess making the brain work in ways that it needs to, to be healthy. Let me ask you this. Let's say. But pressing a button, think about what, just real quick, a screen, let me just end it. A screen can replace all those basic skills that I just said. A screen. It takes away from the learning. They're just tapping with their finger. And this is just a very vague example. They're just tapping with their finger. So they might know how to use the screen, but nothing else. What happens when that screen's gone? I mean, they're just, you think that they're developed, they're, they're actually develop, developmental, developmentally, I guess, I don't know, behind because of that. They might, not just, they, they might just be able to do that one thing on an app or, you know, one, one tec- technological skill, but nothing else. That was real quick. Sorry. (laughs) I know. But um, what I was going to say is keeping that same thought process and and that same mind frame, how does that work? Let's say six-ish years, hopefully by that time, we have a five-, six-year-old kid by that time. What if by that time, like you're teaching these basic these basic skills, as you're also having your platform, and you're in 
this quote-unquote matrix in a way. Mm -hmm. And the same way that you're teaching the kid these basic life skills is also in front of a camera. And every time that the kid does something, the camera gets taken out. I think that's every that's single different. time that like that and and you already for somewhat subconsciously create how do you keep them then away from that world already introducing that bit that it is I think it's important to document but not force the kid to talk to a camera or hold the camera or document themselves until you have this feeling that he wants to be or she wants to be a videographer of a cinematographer, whatever, photographer, give them a play one or give them one that's a, a, a suitable for their age. But I was filmed all the time while playing. Well, that sounds really bad. Um, home videos by my parents. <laughs> Normal. <laughs> but yeah, like I would play and I knew that maybe they were filming. I knew that I was talking to the cameras. To, like They'd be like, so what are you doing? And then I'd say it. But I never... For all your uh, cousins and family in Cuba. For my cousins and family. I didn't want to say that. For my cousins and family in Cuba. That's what I would do it for. What I would do it for. But I would... I would know that the camera was there. And I never had once the idea in my mind to grab that camera myself and film what I was doing. So this is what I'm doing I was fine with just my parents doing it, right? And I think that's the difference because I see a lot of parents now that they turn the camera uh, the other way, like they're vlogging because that's what you have on your phone. You flip the camera. Now they can see that they're in the, the camera. They're being, now they're like, oh, I, I'm being filmed. I can actually talk to the camera. And so it's like. But that's so cute when you have a little baby and they're, and they're looking at the selfie are you fun? And they're like talking and like, it's like, oh, wait, no, that's me talking. Like they hear their voice. Of course, there's a balance. It's or, fine if they grab their phone. Your phone or have you seen that, that video of that little kid that's in the mall and it sees this reflection and it goes like behind the, the mirror to see like who's behind it thinking that like he yeah. himself and he's like checking back and forth. That's funny. Those are <laughs> things that obviously I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about if you purposely. I just came to my mind. But you're asking like, how is it that I'm going to balance it if I am in the I am in that world I don't want my kids to be a part of that world, not just yet. It's easy. I'm not going to force the camera on them. And that sounds like physically, like I'm for, no, 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 but like actually like I, you don't tell them to say something for the camera. You don't tell them to look and, and, and you don't let them do it on their own. Like unless you, you want them to be a vlogger when they grow up and that's your choice as a parent, whatever, get them used to it now. But if me as a parent, if I am trying to avoid I, I want them to stay as a kid and just do and play with their own hands and toys and enjoy being in the physical world for as long as they can. I'm going to, I'm that there's a difference. You can still document your kid without having them actually be a part of it. It's or, just like, you know, kids real quick, you know how kids in, on YouTube, sorry. Quick, no, no. God <laughs> well, damn. let me just say There's an example. <laughs> There's literal kids right now watching YouTube videos of kids playing with toys. What? Yeah. There's, There's a channel YouTube of channels. You want to pull it up? Of Jimmy. kids watching kids watch play? No. I mean, what? Play? Kids <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> 
there are YouTube channels that got millions of subscribers of a camera being pointed at toys and it's a kid playing with toys. Most of the time, it doesn't show the actual kid. And sometimes it ain't even a kid. It's a freaking adult or a pedophile or a weird-ass adult doing this. And it's on YouTube Kids. What like the this. fuck? But anyways, yeah. Are you for real? Yeah, I'm for real. I think I remember I had this family member. Um, she was young and she was watching. And I was like, what the heck is this? And I remember hearing it also in school. Literally just watching a kid play with toys. So the kid on the other side of the screen is just staring at the screen, watching another kid play with their toys, and they're not playing with their toys. They're watching someone else do it. That's weird. That's what I'm trying to say. That's an example of, like, don't have your kid show the camera what they're doing. Like, just let them do. Let them be. And you document your kid. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, doesn't have to, you don't have to flip the camera screen. So what about whenever the kid plays, goes and plays with this, with their friends? She well, well, and all their friends got phones, and all their friends got technology. And little old Jimmy. That's where some parents are like, I don't want my kids to or be. Or Jenny don't got no phone, and they can't play with the big old boys with the big old kids. Some parents give in because they don't want their kids to be quote unquote bullied. Left out. Or left out or I don't know. I don't know. It's really tough to say because now everything's about trauma and like trauma exists and it's a real thing. But now like there's this over But trauma isn't the same. The, yeah, like, like that there's shit levels ain't trauma. To trauma. Yeah, like that shit ain't trauma. That's just like teaching your kid to have some tough skin. Yeah. Well that's just a little baggage. Just a little tiny, little bit, little darkness. Yeah. Like some on, some, some. It's a like little, a little carry on. A little anger to use that as fuel, not anger, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what it is? It's it's your your personal item when you fly on Spirit or Frontier. <laughs> That's all it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just, a, it's just a personal item that you can take with you wherever you go. Yeah. That 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 ain't trauma. That 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 ain't baggage. I don't know, man. That shit weighs you down. That that changes you. It all comes down to if the option's there, you're going to see it as a choice. So it's just like with parents. How to quiet down your kid, how to stop them from crying, or how to get them to leave you alone. You, now you give them a tablet. When back then, you would actually communicate to them and tell and. and Everything has a time. They have a routine. They're not, like, yanking at you. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But because you're going to have that urge to just be like, hey, let me just put this motherfucker in front of a TV and just oh, the TV. play some Sesame Street or that's, some that's okay. or the, some Barney balance. or something. You can't abuse that, though. You can't abuse anything. There has to be there constantly has to be a routine and and some boundaries. But that's the problem is what we're trying to say. With this generation, are there boundaries? There's no boundaries. Even with adults, we're always on our phones. That's what's tough. I wish like there was a way that I can re-witness my childhood and the things that I think did well, like apply that to our kid and the things that went bad and like not as dramatic, but like scarred me like to change that 
you know, like to perfect my childhood and apply that shit to my kid. I wish I can do. That'd be cool. That's see, what I'm saying. Let's see if it's as easy as we think it is. No, because I'm, I'm saying, but I, like the reason that that thought came to my mind, because in the most simplest term is what am I going to allow my kid to watch at, certain, at a certain age? Because let's be real. There was, we, there was a point in our time that we were watching things that we weren't supposed to be watching. Mm, maybe, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. But I was like already old, like preteen. What age did you watch your first scary movie? At what age? Do you remember? Around roughly? Um, my first movie theater movie was Monsters, Inc. What? <laughs> I'm saying rated R. Oh. Monsters, Inc. wasn't rated R? What did you think about was, Monsters, Inc. for? That was my first scary movie. That was scary? Actually, that was my first movie theater movie. What? Monsters, Inc.? Was it Monsters, Inc.? That was in like 2000, like two or four exactly. or something like that. The, my first movie theater movie was the Titanic. Why the? Yeah, but that was probably just, you know how like they put da, old na, movies? Na. No, it was when it premiered. Okay, but it why are you going like to the movies under five, six years old? Because I was a G, dog. Okay, what's I'm saying? Like, I didn't need to go to I movies. I was sophisticated. I was a bright one or two year old. Maybe my pa- I don't think it was Monsters, Inc. It was, I was definitely I was in there taking notes so then it from Leonardo. I don't remember which one it was, but I was in there being like, if my calculations are correct, the roles can still fit Leonardo on the thing. <laughs> That's what I've been told was, I think, was my parents said that, that was like, they brought me to a movie to watch the Titanic when it premiered. I think it premiered in 96. Babe, you were two years old. Yeah. That's stupid. Just about. Bruh. Those times were different. <laughs> you remember? I don't remember. I, I honestly think assuming. that your timelines are off. So, nah. Jamie, when did the Titanic Jamie, come out? Jamie, you got to call your mom to I'm know that information. I'm going to call my mom. I'm going to text her right now. Let me see. But I think a little TV is not bad. I watch TV all the time. It's just the balance. Not all the time. I'll go to the park. Who takes their kids to the park now after being a toddler? That's tough. Like, there's not a lot of people doing that anymore. Unless you're in the in the cities. Which, that's what I love about the cities. There's always a park in every corner. That's why I always had parks in my childhood. But, like... But that's going to be so fun. I remember... Playgrounds, man. Playgrounds I back is when you're day. freaking... Grow, you grow. I remember back in the day, I used to actually, like, play with my best friend. Mm-hmm. next door whenever we lived in, in long island and um what else i'm trying to think like going to the park whenever i, I stay with, with my grandmas they'll like take me to the park to play or i would not in like whenever i was on my dad's side i'd play with my cousins they would get in a lot of trouble um but yeah like it was like doing kid shit i wasn't sitting there the whole entire, like, I would actually know what it's like to be bored. Riding on the sidewalk with your chalks. Oh, my God. I love doing that. I don't think I did that. <laughs> I would ride my two, my, my bike with the two, with the training wheels. After a certain like age, all, all I did was play baseball. I like play with friends. <laughs> oh. Like outside, like on weekends and run around and stuff. Mm. And at a certain age, like I started playing basketball when I wasn't playing baseball. And yeah. 
playing video games. I had a really awesome childhood. And it's just like looking around me now. How can I give that to our kid? I don't. That's what I'm trying to say. That's where the conversation stemmed from. Huh? Like, I don't. But we can. Like I said, going back to the whole, if it's an option, then you'll see it as a choice. But for example, we've been taking, we've been choosing against modernism in so many ways already. And you just have to do that with your kid. Anytime you have weakness, you have to push through. And then <coughs> parents are probably listening. Sorry. Parents probably going to listen to this and be like, yeah, you don't know. like, how But that's, that's the type of same attitude that has us where we are. And the only reason why parents feel so like, because back then I don't think they were talking this way, this much. But parents now feel like there's an okay to talk about it because there's like an overall understanding of it being hard, which is absolutely right. It is hard. But now it's like it's hard. So because this exists, I use this. And this is my parent parenting style. And that's just how it is. And it's my choice. But it just, that's a choice. Now stay with me. Do you think with that statement, because I would agree, but I also have a, a challenging argument to that, to exactly what you just Good. said, but I have a challenging argument to that. Would you believe that that thought process and that mind frame when it comes to us, whenever we talk of our parents, is what our siblings think of the rest of the world? And what they are is just, it's they hard, were so raised, <laughs> they were raised by society. So their opinions are portrayed through, through society. Ours was our parents. So like we. <coughs> <laughs> just get it all out. I'm still choking from the water. <laughs> I can see you like holding in the golf. <laughs> down the wrong pipe mm. <clears throat> but yeah do <laughs> you want to repeat that <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you didn't say that <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to say that Apply what I just said about parents doing that and like using that narrative. Okay. So yes, I forgot. I was thinking so much about holding that co those costs back. So the same narrative that we have about our parents, do you think that that's the same narrative that the younger generation has to society? Because they got raised by the outside world, by society. So their portrayal and that defiance is with society as a whole in general, us included. While ours, we got raised by our parents. So, like, that's that's where our defiance comes from is from our parents. We try to break the, like, the ceiling of being under our parents. They got raised because that's who, who, got, who, we, who we got raised with. While the younger generation is trying to break that ceiling of society as a whole because that's what's raising them with social media, with... Yeah. I think years ago, it was like, it's hard. 
but I got to do it. We got raised by both. We got raised where millennials are literally the most confused, conflicting generation. And the ones that have gotten the worst of it because it's like we're right in the middle. Is this a biased or unbiased opinion? Both. I always give both. <laughs> unbiased and biased. I'll give you the unbiased one and then I'll be like the bias. Like, but like this is not like I actually feel. Mm, okay. So the <laughs> unbiased. Is it A or B? It's C. It's both. <laughs> I, yo, that was the easiest one for me. <laughs> oh, I, I, I yeah, I knew it. I'd be like, both found, right? <laughs> if, if they had an answer, was it this one, that one? Is it both or is it neither? Both is always right. Or is it neither? Which one would you go with? No, neither was not. very. It was very rare. Neither was a very but rare why? <laughs> But why? Because I, I it wasn't you, one of the questions. Exactly. <laughs> I knew you were going to think of that. Like, bro, there's no way that they're going to waste all this time and not have any answer right. in here. And it's just, yeah, like, come on. There's no way it's going to be no answer. And like, I know it's important to know this. So why are you going to put me there? <laughs> like, I know I need to know this. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> oh, look. Or like, if it was A, B, C, D, or like A, D, or E, or D, or B, or D, like, I'm just like, I don't know. The best looking combination <laughs> what's the letter i, I put in the question together. before what's the letter i put in the oh. question damn i've had I've, I've had three straight d's now bro this can't this one can't be bro, d let me tell you it has to be b bro i'm good at patterns <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never gonna see it coming <laughs> i know what i chose before, Bro, that's, this is what I'm gonna say. You, that's literally like our childhood in school. Oh yeah, it was going this freaking when they came out with Scantron tests. Scantron, And I remember, oh my god, that shit would have like, and you're like, be erasing something, and be like, I don't want it to scan. The, I don't want it. It's, it's not the answer that I wanted because my, it has some like dark pencil. Oh yeah, my Christmas tree was lit the fuck up. <laughs> remember, they'd be like, don't Christmas tree the test. <laughs> It's going to be festive. <laughs> but years ago, people would say it's hard. It's it's hard work. I would do my test from back to front. It. Hold on. Let me get through this. God damn it. Oh, you want to? Okay. Let's finish talking about tests. What's it? Well, <laughs> you will go from the back to the front. That's how I would take tests. For some reason, I thought. <laughs> so check it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you. That my... you wiped your ass too. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, I don't do it like that. <laughs> Wait, which one's the back? Which one's the front? You'd go from your asshole to your balls. Just uh, going up instead of going down. What? What are we talking about? Okay, I don't move know. on. <laughs> so, what was I saying again? That you would take your test from oh, the back yes. to the front. Oh, so, I would do that too. So, I would take my... So you had to say it for you to agree? No, not all the time. Because I was just talking about a joke that I could say with that. No, so I would... Because you could find some answers. The yes. Mm -hmm. So what I would do first is I would go... So I lied. I didn't... I, didn't, I mean, technically, I did take it from the back to the front. But... <laughs> <laughs> pause. <laughs> pause. Pause. Major Pause. <laughs> <laughs> that's why i'm laughing because okay, anyways so i would start her 
in the beginning of the test. Yeah. And huh? In the end, use the word end. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. So in the beginning of the test, I would go through it, and any answer that I didn't have, like any question that I didn't have to like really think of the answer, like I can look at the multiple choice and be like, yeah, I know 100% this is right. I would go through the test like that. Then second, what I would do, and the reason I did this, I'll, I'll get to at the end. Then second, what I would do is then see if there's any questions that repeat themselves within the test and use both of the questions and both of the answers to try to figure out my answer. Which answer has the same number repeated in both like options? Yeah. Are you sticking with me? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like testing myself, take a test. I don't know, man. I don't know. When the hell we started taking the MCAT? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what I do know is that I would pass the writings all the time. Because all I know how to do is talk. Exactly. You just got to translate that into words. Mm -hmm. Did your mind move faster than your hand? Yeah. I would get blisters. I don't know if that means that your mind is faster than your well, hand. Well, when you when you, <laughs> when you have the pressure to write it all out before you forget. Oh, yeah. You have to like really write fast and, and or like you write hard on the paper. Mm, this just thinking about it, it makes me. Ugh, uh, it hurts. Yeah. No, no, no. Not that. Mm. Did you ever erase with um, whenever it, it used to be to the to the cap and you used to bite it? Oh, yeah. To get more of the eraser out? Yeah. You used oh, to do yeah, that? Oh, yeah, would bite the, the metal part mm -hmm. to make it squeeze out a little bit. Oh, yeah. Squeeze up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. my God. This is so nostalgic. Uh, and man. I would break all my lead pencils so that those didn't last. Like, the actual, like, I would write so hard that the lead would just. Really? Yeah. How many times have you changed your, your handwriting, you think? Oh my God, I remember doing that. You try a new handwriting out at the beginning of the year and there's that button. <laughs> like, that's what I would do. Yeah. Like, what's going to be my like, brand There was like a time that year? like for like a, a good, probably say like a, a couple to a few weeks that I wrote in all capital letters. So I would do what? Yeah. That's, that's bad. No, like I just tried it out. Like it was just like a but little bit. Like cool. I just tried it out. Cool. And then there was like a time that like I wrote really small. There was a time like I would write big. I would, and then like within all of that, I like found my actual handwriting. I think I, I would. Think. No, I was like, I would look at someone's handwriting and be like, mm, that looks nice. And then I'd try to copy it. Or I'd just try something out myself. But like one of the things that I did try is to like make sure that this would look like bubble writing. Where you would write not like super big but each letter each part of the letter would touch both lines so like it would cover the entire line so bubbled, very bubbled like bubble very, letters like very big bubbled yeah that's crazy i was gonna ask if you knew how to do bubble letters they're not bubble letters that's not like actual graffiti bubble pop 3D oh letters. okay i'm just talking about like it looks very i know what you're talking about but i, I no, like i would just like God, when was the last time? Well, we do have a thing. But, like, let's say if on a notepad, you know, there's lines, I would try to, like, let's say an A. I wouldn't just write an A and leave some space between the, like, the, uh, the letter and the next. Like, I would just, like, the entire A would cover the whole line and touch I both got lines. You. I got you. So it looked like bubbles big and, yeah. I got you. I got you. I, I got did you. that for a while. 
and then I just give up. Like what I would constantly try to improve my handwriting on my own and make it nice, but But do you think like looking back now trying these different handwritings you ended up falling within like you ended up finding like whenever you, you try to go back to the old way you took a little bit of that new way oh, yeah. with you that you've like practiced a little bit yeah that's true yeah because you, you you train your brain to write a certain way for a while it'll it'll stick to it a little bit like a little it's bit crazy. of it and then Just you writing. go back to normally writing but you still have like that little like a little taste of that new writing mm-hmm. and then you you do that every so often just trying different handwriting, just seeing how it looks by getting inspiration from other people or just like wanting to try something else different, you know, like even yeah. with your own handwriting and be creative in any way. And within that, like you forget how you originally like started to write. Before. Yeah. Speaking Imagine of. Imagine whenever you wrote as, as, a, as a kid compared to now, you would write most likely big. The letters didn't look. That nice. Oh, that there was precise. one time I wanted to do it really, really small. <laughs> it's just crazy. But hey, something the such as the art of handwriting. Well, the, the art of handwriting, right there. That writing with our hands developed our brains in ways that now kids will grow up not developing as much. And what is that going to lead to? Who knows. I think our literal human species can change with just just because of the amount of tools or the difference in resources and tools and demands of learning and the standards of learning change. The way that it those things change, our uh, the way that we function will also change. It's inevitable. Like our pinkies. Yeah. It's like I said, back then, which is what I was trying to say earlier, is that are you going to interrupt me again? Go for it. Oh. People years ago would say, this work is hard, but I got to do it. And now people are saying, this is hard, so I have A, B, C, D to choose instead. Like, there's, op- true. there's options now. So the way that people work, how, how um, what do you call that? Their, their, their stamina, their endurance, it's all going to be different what they're able to handle is going to change. And I'm not saying we're becoming weaker because we could probably become stronger in other ways. Um, But still, it's like the question is, are we losing something every time we don't stick to a skill or a lesson that was learned by the previous generation because every generation works really hard and goes through shit that's like damn this 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 what we went through what we've learned this should last for generations to come because what was it all for then but i think that the way the the the, the pace that we're going at is so fast that people are just throwing things away and restarting their own beliefs and standards and it's just like there has to be some downfall and really bad consequence to that because a lot of the stuff that our parents did and that our grandparents did are still so important, but how many of it is actually being used or, or valued or recognized and actually applied anymore? Not a lot. When do you think that started? With technology. 
the advancement of social media. I, ju- I wouldn't just say technology, but because technology had to advance. But since social media skyrocketed. The competition bred it. Yeah. Like as soon as we had smartphones and now it's like we have this device that can do so many things for us. Not even smartphones. Yes, yeah, before that. I think smartphones were the first ones to deal with it. Because what is a laptop going to do? Laptop was, doesn't have that much control over your life. It was cell phones. and It started with cell phones and pagers. Cell phones were not that... Cell phones, there wasn't no apps. There were no apps or social media on our phones yet. We had cell phones No, and, but I'm saying that and, that's what created it. Because it was like cell phones and pagers. And then somebody was just like, okay, well, they carry all that with them. So why not have everything with them in it? Smartphone. That's the step. But that it started took us. with this. That's what I'm trying to say is that it started with the cell phone. I think cell phones is the part of technology that had to happen. The evolution that was necessary. It's about whether the evolution of so many apps in the importance of the, these phones in our hands, like the, the ability to do everything on a phone like why didn't just say it call text it could have and just kept our laptops being the one that we use the thing that we used for everything i'm not saying i agree with like it should, we should have never had social media but what i'm saying is that was the beginning of it because cell phones i think is okay you know we we needed that and maybe we didn't like literally every time you look at history, you realize they were fine without that one thing that we feel like we won't survive with now. So that's that perspective that I'm just like, you can continue to have that mindset and you don't have to evolve so quickly with the world. You don't have to go at the pace that it wants to go in. Because honestly, the people that are creating all this stuff that we feel like we need and that we can't survive without are just people that are trying to get your money. People that are like crazy and they don't really care about the life or the values that maybe you have. You're just being a product. Or just you're just consuming. You're like literally falling victim to just being a consumer. And I see that people that want to upgrade everything that they have. Oh, there's a there's a new thing now that I can do that I can use to vacuum my floors with. I right, bet let me get that. Let me get that robot iRobot or whatever that was. What the was Joomba, the phone Roomba. that you had before this one? What do you know what version it was? The phone? That you had before, like before this before iPhones? No, no, no. Before the iPhone, the one that you have now. I don't know, I don't know which one I got now. 13? I, I think th- so. I had the XR. The one, the same one I have, right? I think you have the 10. But yeah. No, I have the XR. I think you have the 10. No, remember you don't have the... Whatever, yeah, sure. XR. I don't know. And so, I only did it because I only had two... It was cost $200. <laughs> some, but I'm, I'm just saying that to say is like you're not always trying to get the new thing. Oh no! It's like I had to. Like it was, uh, you had to, and it was like four years between four or five years between you getting your phone. Well, this one I'm not gonna lie. This one I didn't have to, but it was because I was trying to do something with the phone. I was trying to get you, you on space. the plan. No, you had more space. I, I would. I have you more, more space. space on your phone. Yeah, but at the same time, I can always delete stuff, and I can always be more yeah, on top it of was, that. It was time because your phone was also fucking up in a way. And too. that's not my problem. That that is something else that is like, what? What is all this gray stuff that's called cachet? What is that? And why can't I access it to delete it? <laughs> or this other? What is other? <laughs> why can't I access that on my own damn phone? So real quick, to delete it. Proof from my mom. She was the Jamie. The first movie because I asked her. 
What was my first movie I saw at the movie theater? She goes Titanic. Okay, when did Titanic come out? December 19th, 1997. 1997. Okay, but yeah, you So it was 5 days you can't before. That. It was five, I don't remember it, oh, but I'm just I saying like that's saying. my first one that I went to. Oh. 5 days before my 3 my 3rd birthday. When does Monsters, Monsters Inc. come out? The first Monsters Inc. I'm over Inc. here talking about freaking 1997. I was in here watching Titanic. Titanic. I know, which is crazy. But your parents, were the, they wanted to watch you it. You went to see Monsters Inc. November 2nd, 2001. 2001. That shit was rated G and you were scared. <laughs> I think I saw another movie before. And yours that. was and your movie was an hour and thirty six minutes. Mine was three hours and fourteen minutes. Yeah, that explains you a lot. I'm a hopeless romantic. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I just know that people are in control of their own lives and we are just acting like we ain't. But we can be. It just may be harder every single freaking year. So I was going to ask just to end it off is where do we go from here? That's what I just said. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was going to like take it. Like, what do you, where do you think we go from here? Uh, destruction, okay. the Armageddon, not playing. <laughs> um, as, a, as a society or as technology? Like That's the same thing. Because... Technologies are our demise. Well, you think that we're going to become technology. Like, we're going to be one with technology, don't you? Not me. Not I. Yeah, because that's like sentient beings in a way. No, I don't think we're going to get I mean, I don't know. Not everybody's going to be able to afford it, so I don't believe that. <laughs> I honestly think that the... Uh, probably going to be a little dark, but that the... The world's just trying to get rid of a virus. You said that in the last episode. I know, but I'm just saying, like, that's what I think. So I think as technology is going to evolve and be whatever it is, by that time, we would have already destroyed ourselves. Either with global warming or either with the war on everything. I think a lot of humans... The civil wars and the national wars and... All that we're gonna either burn or implode. We just don't agree on where we want to go from here, and that's the that's gonna be what's gonna lead us to destruction. It's probably gonna be a greater population that wants to be at the center of everything evil, because they don't realize that it's evil. They want to continue being the consumers. So why bring a, a kid into this world? Why'd you have to go there? No, I'm just asking. Because uh, well, that's what I'm saying. You can create your own world within that. Like I keep saying, you don't have to go with that. You don't. It's a choice. It's just that there's a lot more temptations now. But you still have a choice. So that takes it back to what we were originally saying. Yeah. It's to create that life, to create that balance, to create that discipline. Exactly. That there is no dependency on it. You use it for what it's meant to be. Is the world going to get worse and worse? Is society just going to get of worse and worse? Of course. That's not even a question, yes. But you can 
separate yourself or distance yourself from it as much as possible. It might take some extremes. But they're about, it, uh, it know, might people take, about be crazy, crazy, like stupid crazy here in a little bit. Depending on what goes down in this next election. Oh, my God. People going to be dumb crazy. What do you think if it's Biden again? What's going to happen? Bro, I don't care who it is. I mean, I it's, it's it can't be neither one of the two. It can't. What do you mean? Neither be neither one of Trump the two? nor Biden. No, it can't. It shouldn't be. It, it can't be neither one of the two. Because then that's just going to either way. It'll be bad. That's what I'm saying. Because people are going to go nuts. But that's what I mean. It's just the way that it's been playing out. It's one of those two are going to win it. But that's the thing that is literally going to like fuck shit up. That's it's going to be bad. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Unless we get surprised and an outsider actually wins. Damn. So I'd like to take this moment to announce our candidacy for the presidential election of 2024. Daniel Valdez is running for president. (laughs) My vice president running mate is going to be Daniela Valdez. We'll have... Nah, I'm doing the Kim and leaving your ass. Kidding. <laughs> 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 and on that note, thank y'all for tuning in for... It feels more like another conversation for another day. And like That one rolls off more, but... Let us know what topics you want us to talk about. We haven't asked in a while, but why not? There's so much stuff to talk about, and I just feel like we can talk about it all. So let us know if you actually have something on your mind, uh, an opinion on something, whatever. And it's the Danny signing off. All the social medias down below, rate and review. Wish, and we want to wish y'all much love, great health, stay blessed, peace. peace.